the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Good morning and welcome. Patriot Radio News Hour. Joe and Jason live on this Monday. May is flying by. Man, all year's flying by. May 22nd, uh, Memorial Weekend. Coming up next weekend, uh, that is uh, my wife and I's wedding anniversaries on uh, Memorial Weekend. So 24 years. Hopefully, I won't forget this is the problem with me remembering it today is by this week I'll probably forget. Uh, hopefully not. So uh, uh, we're always joined on uh, Mondays with my son. So Joey, Joey is with us today from Northwestern Mutual. You know, we've talked about him uh, over and over and over again. You know, a great way when people are looking, okay, I've got way too much money in the bank. Where can I put it? Obviously, gold and silver is a great place. But after that, what do I do with the rest of it? Uh, that, that's where Joey comes in. He works at Northwestern Mutual. Two great things about them. Number one, they're not a bank. Number two, uh, nobody has more cash on hand than Northwestern Mutual. Number three, they're not publicly traded. They could give two craps about Wall Street. And, and lastly, and maybe uh, just as important, uh, no financial institution in the entire world has a higher credit rating uh, than Northwestern Mutual. They're a better bet uh, than the government, our own government. Our own government's got a printing press, Joey. Let me ask you, i got to ask you, uh, debt ceiling, a lot of talk about debt ceiling. Uh, not, not next Monday, but the following Monday, so about uh, two Mondays from today, that's going to be pretty close to uh, the Treasury's going to be out of money and then is going to have to decide who gets paid, who doesn't get paid. Of course, all of us are expecting a last-second deal. Uh, are you guys preparing for that at all? Or are you just kind of watching it and, and, and waiting to see? Or are you moving some of the uh, portfolios around a little bit just in case. How are you guys handling it? Yeah, so we're, we're, at, we're handling it. We're looking at it now. I want to be honest with you. We don't know what they're actually going to do. Nobody really does. It's, you know, it's the government. A last-second deal is probably what they're going to do, right? But we're making sure as this is happening, as the news develops, that we've got our team of, I call them the super geeks, that are analyzing this every hour of the day to make sure that we're positioning our clients in the best spots possible. But this all comes down to establishing an investment philosophy. We're balancing, rebalancing our clients' portfolios every quarter, and we're taking into account what's going on in the world. So while I may not be calling you, telling you, we're making XYZ change of different funds. It's happening in the background every quarter, right? That's part of our service. And because of that, our clients are, you know, they get to go to sleep at night knowing that we're watching on it, putting a close eye to it, right? But with all of this, growing our money, different things going on in the economy, 
I think the biggest thing that a lot of people aren't looking at when growing their wealth is taxes. You know, I can't tell you the amount of people that have decided to work with us or with their other advisor just off taxes alone. You know, your guy, I mean, most investment advisors, they're really good at growing wealth. They're just like everyone else in the business and the industry. They can grow your wealth over five years, ten years. But when we're 50, we're 60, we're in our late 40s, if all of that wealth is going to be taxed in retirement, 20, 30% of what you built up in there. And what we're doing for clients is we're restructuring things, we're exposing them to different vehicles. We're saving about 3% every year on taxes alone, on top of returning 6 7% a year. Right? And those returns, that all depends on the risk. Let's preserve the wealth. Let's get some growth on top of it. But the biggest thing is let's make sure we're not hit with the huge tax bomb the moment we retire. You know, the biggest, that's the biggest help is generating tax-free income by the time we're in retirement. And those are things like four RAs, right? Life insurance is a tool we utilize. There's so many things we're doing for people in this space. But, yes, as these financial economic decisions come down in the next couple of weeks, we are planning around it. We are on top of it, and we're making sure we're putting our clients in the best spot possible. And then when you you think about it, right, well, it's just the right thing. Hey, just in case it happens, uh, we're going to be okay, and, and uh, we'll assume that it's not. But, again, taking risk off the table, which is really the biggest thing. And, and as uh, we've talked about in the past, you know, last year and what a brutal year it was. And for all of these people that were already uh, in their 60s, late 50s, to lose uh, 20% of what they worked their butts off for, uh, that's just way too much risk. And that's the other big thing uh, that you guys really help clients do is, hey, as we get you're not going to lose a big chunk of your money. You know, again, uh, nobody knows, like, uh, inflation. Are we done raising rates? Are the rates going to go higher? Are we going to have to cut rates? All of these uh, factors out there. The the biggest thing is, I, I don't know, is age appropriate the right thing? It's one thing to take a lot of risk at 30 uh, into your 40s, uh, but a, a, as you mature and as you grow that nest egg, uh, taking risk off the table while still getting growth, but just taking risk off the table uh, is a big thing for people out there. It's a huge thing, and we'll dive into that after the break here. We'll be back with more with Joey. Don't touch that dial. 800-951-0592. Joe and Jason, Patriot Radio News Hour, allamericangold.com. Uh, we've got my son Joey uh, with us today from Northwestern Mutual. Uh, and again, talking about what he's seeing out there as, as uh, people are wa- wising up to not having all of their money in the bank and, and looking at uh, better places to put their money, better financial advisors, uh, safer places to put it, uh, and nothing safer than Northwestern Mutual. But, but Joey, you're, you're talking about uh, minimizing risk because that's really right now when we think about uh, what happened last year. You know, right now stocks are working really hard to stay just to stay even this year, but a lot of people are like, hey, it's just we're waiting 
for that next shoe to drop. We're waiting whether it's the end of 2023 or, or, or 2024. Uh, a, a lot of people out there think there's a lot more risk here in the short, and I call that short term, uh, a lot more risk here in the short term. And that's one of the things you guys specialize in is, hey, we're going to minimize that risk. You're not going to take the big losses, but you're, uh, hey, and if the, if the risk doesn't come, hey, you're still going to be, uh, putting some money away. Yeah, 100%. We're, we're making sure we're figuring out exactly how our clients feel and dependent upon risk is what we're going to target for returns. And with all these things coming up, there is a lot of risk on the table. So just making sure that when we're chatting, we're getting a, a brief understanding of each other to make sure, hey, how do we take risk off the table, but we're still growing our dollars at the same time, right? And, and that's something we've been doing a tremendous job with our clients. I'm not going to sit here and lie to people and tell you last year all of our clients' portfolios was, was up when we were down 25% in the market overall. No, clients are down 8%. They're down 7 They weren't down 25 which has put us in a great spot coming into this year to, to see some rebounds for that, but also play some more defensive planning there. But I think you know, we talk about Northwestern Mutual and how strong of a company are, and they're fantastic, which is why I've aligned myself up with them. But to be honest with you, I, I think the relationship that my team brings to the table is the most valuable thing you could have. We're not guaranteeing to clients we're going to make them a million dollars. We're not guaranteeing we're going to outperform the market every single year, year over year, because it's just not true. And if someone's telling you that, man, I would run for the hills. But my guarantee to everyone I chat with and to all of my clients is that no one's going to outwork myself or my team to make sure we're putting you in the best position possible and nobody will give you a better service than what we do in terms of transparency, communication, and just being up front. You're going to get the best service working with us. We're going to be on top of everything. And where I tell everyone, if we work together, this is a relationship that's going to last the rest of your lifetime. The reason being is there's, you know, things change. Every six months, something's going to change in your life I want to make sure, one, that I'm a part of it and that I can help you plan for things and put you in the best spot possible as we continue our lives. And to be honest with you, spending money down retirement and getting a plan on how to do that is one of the most important things that we should be doing that advisors aren't tackling with their clients. You know, I've used this analogy before on here. It's like climbing Mount Everest. You know, we're climbing up to the top to reach retirement and when people climb Mount Everest, 70% of the deaths are coming on the way down. And just like in our own lives, the way down for us is spending down our retirement dollars. And the two ways we're seeing people, you know, outlive their money, one is taxes. They're getting hit with tax bombs they didn't plan for. Two, health care, long-term care costs, medical bills, making sure our clients have things in place to protect for that when life throws us a curveball. And, and that's the biggest value added. You get that relationship piece, you get a face to your money, and you get someone you can trust and someone that aligns. You know, so many advisors beat around the bush. They try to sell you on something. They're transactional. I'd way much rather us have a relationship 
and get to know each other and, and decide if we're a good fit. So if you want someone that's going to be 100% honest with you and is going to work their tail off to keep your business and make sure that we have a 40-plus year relationship, then you should be giving me a call and work with my team and I, or at the very least, just get some clarity or a second free look or second review at everything you've got going on. You know, us reviewing 401Ks, us looking at IRAs, helping people rebalance those and structure those, we don't get paid for that. And that's something we do. We do a ton of work up front for our clients. I'll probably do five or ten things before even doing anything that gets me paid. And the reason why I do that is because clients see that we're going to put the work up front to keep your business. Joey, give out your number here. Yeah, you can reach me at my personal cell, which is 602-909-9048. Again, that's 602-909-9048. Just shoot me a phone call, text message. If I don't answer, just leave me a voicemail. And I'll get back to you as soon as possible. But at the very least, let's take a a look under the hood. Let's see what you've got going on. And from there, my team and I can give you some recommendations and hopefully be a resource for you as you continue along this long journey of life. There you have it. Uh, There's my son, Joey, Northwestern Mutual, 602-909-9048. Him and his team. Uh, the hardest working team out there. You're not gonna, you're not gonna find anybody that, that works any harder than they do. Uh, and again, they're not a bank, which is a big deal right now. Give them a call, uh, 602-909-9048. Uh, Jason, we had more Fed talk today. Neil Kashkari, uh, he was out saying, listen, a pause in June doesn't mean we're done raising rates, which is kind of, again, the, uh, letting people know, uh, he, I want to say he is a voting member, uh, looks like he's saying, hey, I'm okay with pausing, but doesn't mean that we won't, can't raise later, and I think that's kind of the tone the Fed wants, which is, hey, we're probably going to pause, but we're not cutting, and we still, you know, hy- hypothetically, we could raise the, at a meeting down the road. Well, I wonder if it has to do with the uh, the debt ceiling. For, and, and tell me if I'm wrong, but they had like a trillion dollars. I heard, I heard they might actually just add a trillion dollars to the debt automatically with with whatever deal they come up with, and that money goes right into the system. And wouldn't that just be a little more uh, inflation? And, and these guys have got to worry about that if the if the debt ceiling issue is resolved, which you know everybody considers it a done deal. It's going to be a last minute thing, but until it's done. These Fed guys are going to be wondering, well, if they get it done, man, and they just, they just throw another trillion dollars on the pile, what's that going to do to the inflation? That's why they got to be pausing and waiting, Joe. Yeah, usually when we have these, because, you know, let's face it, we've had these debt ceiling things now seemingly ad infinitum here. Uh, they, did, they, they tend to do one of two things. They used to put a number on it, right? And then when we get to this number, hey, we got to meet again. Then they said, well, let's go to a date. That way, we can spend as much as we want until this date, and then we'll talk about it again. But what we see when they go into what they're, you know, these emergency measures is immediately following whatever they come up with, whatever agreement that, that they make, we normally see within six weeks a massive jump 
in the national debt. Because right, right now they'll say, well, the debt's of $31.4 trillion because that was the debt ceiling number. What we'll probably see when this deal is reached, okay, well, all of a sudden it just goes right to 32, right, 32 trillion and change, uh, and because they gotta pay back, you know, all the things they didn't do, right? They didn't put money into the pensions, they, 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 they played all these games and they gotta put all that money back where they found it. Uh, so you do, you see an initial big jump, and then of course, depending on whether it's a number or a date, all of a sudden now, Congress and the government goes, well, now we can just spend a bunch more money, right? Because the, the new debt ceilings, you know, and I don't know what it'll be. My guess is they'll use a date because they won't like it when they say the new debt ceiling and it's $3 trillion or $4 trillion. And then they say, because when they say that, then they say, and that's expected to last until. So could you imagine if they said $35 trillion? And then said, well, that's only going to last us, you know, till uh, sometime in 2024, right? People will be like, wait a minute, you know. So my guess is, Jason, they'll just go with a date and not a number. Right. And from what, and like I said, from what I was watching, these guys are saying as soon as it's resolved, a trillion dollars goes on. It's like a trillion dollars immediately. There's an immediate trillion that's just sitting there waiting. So, so to me, Joe, that's got to be okay. People getting paid and companies getting their money and and what's that going to do to their inflation that are really trying hard to, to settle and that's why they're going to say well we'll pause but we got to see it wait and see because who knows what the government will do if you give them 35 trillion you give them 36 trillion you give them 38 trillion right joe who knows well, we know what, what they're going to do go right they're going to spend it right yeah, they're going to spend it. i mean the the i know the republicans are trying to get some some spending cuts um and, and, of course, I'll say this. I'm shocked as of yet we haven't heard about taxes. Make no mistake about it. Taxes are done going down. Taxes are going up. And they're going up in a lot of different ways. Uh, uh, pensions. I just saw pensions now. The 100 largest pensions are now short. $1.5 trillion that they're saying something like 70% of, these are the largest pensions, 70% of them are less than 60% funded. So, Jason, there's a lot more spending that needs to be done. And I'm like, how is this possible? They gave so much COVID money out, and really all is that COVID money did was it, it kicked the can down the road a couple of years. That's all they got out of it, a couple of years, right? Four years. I mean, when you talk pensions like this, Joe, it, all, it just rings my 2019 bell. I remember we just talked about it's almost like the fuse is lit, and suddenly it just starts going twice as fast, right, Joe? It's just, you know, it burns all slow, and there's all that drama. It's, it's almost like what they're doing is just making the fuse burn faster and faster towards this economic catastrophe that's just waiting to happen. Yeah, you know, and it, it's something where, as we watch all of this play out, uh, it's going to be a very, very interesting second half of the year because of the fact that uh, inflation, whether we like it or not, it's still hot, which really makes things complicated. The banking problem, nobody in the right, uh, Cash Kari today, Nobody in the right mind is like, yeah, more bank failures are coming. Listen, they are going to happen, and there's nothing 
that they can really do about it. And, and it's going to be uh, something where I think we're going to be setting up this next decade is going to be very different uh, over the last 40 to 50 years. We've had the same playbook every single decade, which is... More debt and more spending. More debt and more spending. More debt and more spending. All of a sudden now, the money supply is shrinking and the more debt is becoming what? Problematic because it's created the inflation that every textbook told us was coming. We'll be back. 800 Joe and Jason, Patriot Radio News Hour here on this Monday. Uh, we've got one more Monday where uh, the debt ceiling will probably still be going on. If we get to the following Monday, that's when things will start to get interesting. But a quick look here at the markets. Uh, The Dow is down today, uh, down 70 points. Uh, The S&P is flat. The Nasdaq's up 60. Gold's down 5. Silver's down 25 cents. This market recap. Brought to you by our friends at Y-Refi. Guess what else? You know, we talk about where to put money, gold and silver, with Joey at Northwestern Mutual. Our good friends over at Y-Refi, their stuff's not correlated to Wall Street. They don't care about the debt ceiling. They don't care about Neil Kashkari and saying, hey, more banks are going to fail. And, oh, by the way, just because we pause in June doesn't mean that we're not raising rates. Uh, you can get up to 10.25% returns. You know the, the drill. you got to have at least $50,000 to invest. You can use an existing IRA. Some of you can even use a 401K. Listen, just reach out to them. Check it out for yourself investyrefi.com that's the word invest the letter y r e f y.com or just call them at 888 y refi 24 888 y refi 24 uh and jason you know we we briefly we had a, a big flash crash hit the markets as a a now what they're saying uh un uh, uh a fake image was posted I, I don't know if it started on twitter on one of the social media platforms that there was an explosion near the pentagon uh earlier this morning it, it was it was kind of kind of uh, funny because all of a sudden the stock market just dropped down gold shot up and in in, in in the course of of about 30 seconds uh, i think they figured out uh, somebody was pulling the market's leg a little bit, but it, it, it's incredible uh, what one social media post can do. Yeah, that's pretty incredible. I I didn't hear about that, so I I don't know what happens, but it sure sounds like an overreaction happened. <laughs> I mean, you want to react, I guess, but uh, but but knee jerk reactions, you got to be careful. I mean, even in the fake fraudulent markets, the way they are, you you don't want to like uh, just panic right i mean holy yeah. cow i mean that's but how that's, that's how weak suddenly, it is really right? yeah that's that's the suddenly yeah that's i think that's it right that that's how weak it is because they know hey any any misstep you know i, I liken it right now what they're trying to do what the fed and the markets and the banks are trying to do is 
walk through a minefield. And the problem is the map that they have of where the mines are isn't accurate. And any one misstep, and you can see and are going to see a very, very violent reaction. That's why guys like Bubba Horowitz are saying, hey, listen, I think the S&P is going to be below 2,000. The S&P is like 4,100. Right? The Dow, 33,000 plus. Hey, it's going to be below 20,000. Uh, these are uh, these are things. Stan Drunken Miller. Hey, 10 years from today, stocks will not be as high as where they are now. These are statements that I think a lot of them feel like they, because they know. They're, they're like, yeah, they're trying to tip throw through the minefield, and they got the wrong map, Jason. The, the map that they have isn't accurate, and it's just a matter of if. And, and, and not, I'm sorry, it's not a matter of if. It's just a matter of when. When do they make the wrong step and, and cause the, the, the next uh, leg down, the next chain reaction? And here's the good thing. Here's what I love. People are much smarter this time around uh, versus where they were in 07 and 08. Every week now, more and more money keeps coming out of the banking system. And, and that's just really another sign that the Federal Reserve is losing the confidence, not only of the American public. We know about the other central banks because they're all buying gold, all of them. I mean, think about the London Metals Exchange, the lowest amount of stock, silver and gold stocks Ever in, well, since they've been writing it down anyway, they've never had less stock available, less inventory available. And most of the inventory they say is available really isn't. And I won't go into, that's a different show. But Jason, I think this is one of those things where a lot of people are going to be very, very surprised at how quickly things can change and how quickly uh, the debt markets can collapse and how quickly the metals market can rise. You know, one thing about the markets, Joe, is, is uh, I haven't looked uh, recently about these. You know, we, we always talk about the uh, the three big companies, uh, BlackRock, Vanguard, State Street, how they own a little bit of seemingly, seemingly everything that's that's out there. And it makes me wonder how low can the markets go if these gigantic owners of the stock market don't sell. That's that's the one thing. So, I mean, if a stock market goes down, let's say 40%, but the gigantic owners, like like the uh, the Bank of Japan, uh, the, the government of Japan, they own like 10% or something like that, some huge amount of the entire Jap- Japanese stock market. And if those guys don't sell, you can only crash it so far. So what it really means – is, is the percentage of the stock market that is not owned by these conglomerate huge companies and government entities? If, it, if, if a twenty percent stock market crash happens, is that like half of everybody else selling out? I mean, if you think about it, Joe. Right? If, if you have these huge conglomerate companies, or would you say they're not allowed to sell all their stock? So when you have a twenty percent decline in the stock, is that is that kind of like a fifty percent stock market crash? I mean, if you think about it, Joe, there's it seems to be owned by these huge, massive conglomerates, huge amounts of this whole market. And to me, the stock market going sideways for the last three years now, uh, or actually two-plus two years, 
it, it shows a lot of stress in the stock market. I think it shows tremendously more than if you were talking like the 80s or the 90s or, or further back, Joe. Well, when you think about the amount of debt that was created, boy, Wall Street should have done better, right? There's, there's no doubt Wall Street should have done better. The Fed's balance sheet went from four trillion to nine trillion. Right? People, don't, people forget this. The, the debt. I don't know where the debt was three years ago, but it was. Was it twenty five trillion, twenty six trillion, twenty seven trillion? Now, now we're talking about. Hey, it's going to be thirty two trillion in change whenever they pass the debt ceiling. I mean, Wall Street should have been much farther along. And again, that just shows. Uh, the, the stress side. When we get back, I've got a little gold item, a new item we haven't run in a long time. And uh, I've got a few half dollars left for Friday, but not very many. All that coming up next. 800-951-0592. Joe and Jason on this Monday. Uh, yet Friday, we were running uh, the silver half dollar, uh, the rolls of silver halves. So we had... Uh, what, like 302 and a half bags worth. We're down to half of a bag. So we, we've got 50 rolls left, uh, which, uh, really I was surprised at because what a great price. $250 a roll. That means you're buying silver half dollars, pre-1965 silver half dollars at the same price that you're buying the dimes in the quarters, the silver dimes in quarters, and that just never happens. Uh, so I got 50 rolls of that left, but then today's gold special, this one, it's just awesome uh, because, A, we never get them. They never have them in quantities, uh, especially on the last, gosh, probably the last three years. Uh, maybe we've run them once, maybe. I, I, I don't know, Jason, maybe you'll you'll know, but I've got, 200, you heard me right, 200 $10 Indians. So now remember, the in, the Saints and the Indians replaced the Liberties, right? Remember, Teddy Roosevelt, the, the Liberties, 1866 to 1907, right? The, the Indians in 08, the Saints in 08, right? Up till gold confiscation in 1933. The, the, the liberties weren't majestic enough because the United States was a big superpower now and we needed coins that looked more majestic. And that's where Augustus St. Gaudens, the artist, he is the one that designed the St. Gaudens and the, and the $10 Indian. Bella Pratt did the other Indians, the $10 Indian. It is the Lady Liberty. With the Indian headdress on, uh, this this coin probably couldn't be made today, Jason, right? Because that would be racist, right? I'm pretty sure uh, that 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 somehow that would be uh, a racist type coin and it'd be offensive to people. But uh, the ten dollar Indian, twelve hundred and eighty dollars is the everyday price today. I've got these at eighty. Dollars off. It's incredible. I, 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 hey, I'm not going to argue with it. Who, who cares why? They're at $1,200. I mean, they're, they're literally, uh, almost, uh, 
right there with a a $20 gold piece. Two $10 Indians, almost the same as a $20 gold piece. And trust me when I tell you this doesn't happen because the Indians, they didn't get made that many years. So remember the the original, I'll call it the original COVID, right? The old Spanish flu. They thought that the Indians carried the Spanish flu. And primarily the $5 Indian, the $2.5 Indians, they, they actually engraved into the coins. They called it an accused design. And they thought in the crevices that the, the Spanish flu resided there. Well, they got rid of all Indians. So the, the Indians were minted 08 to 1916. Then they stopped minting them. And then the $10 Indian, it got minted in 1920, and then 1926, 1930, and 1932. They did mint some in 33. They all got melted down. So the the $10 Indian, Jason, was only minted for 12 years. So this is why the Indian, first of all, I guess a, a cooler-looking design but the reason that, that they really have the higher premiums is because they minted so few of them. That's correct. We don't do a lot of uh, numismatic-type coins. This is not numismatic. We, we keep it close to the gold price as possible. Uh, it, if we were doing numismatic coins, we can, we can sell all kinds of rare coins. But we try to keep it as close to the gold price as possible. And so these are, uh, have a, well, we call it a, 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 a Half an ounce of numismatic value, right, Joe? There's, there's a little bit there. Just, just because there's not as many, they were minted for, from just those few decades and not even all the years, like you mentioned. And so, and so, uh, if you can get them anywhere close to the price of the ten dollar Liberty, then you're, you're way ahead, which is the coin that we would normally sell for the half ounce gold pre thirty three coin. So anytime you can get anywhere, anywhere in the neighborhood of the ten dollar Liberty, then it's you just buy the Indians. And, and you're right, it's, it's been few and far between. I think since twenty twenty, we've only had these like two or three times, and most of it was yeah, back and, in 2020. And, yeah, and, and we were like, hey, I got 50. This one, I actually have a great amount. I got. We got 200 of them. Just to think about this morning, it was $120 more for the $10 Indian than it was for the $10 Liberty. With this special, it's only $40. Uh, so you're going to pick up here. This is great value uh, because that $10 Indian, normally it's $100, $120, $130, more uh, than a $10 Liberty. And today you're able to buy it for only $40 more. That's really good value, 800 951 The $10 Indian, that is the Lady Liberty wearing her Indian headdress, uh, and then rolls of silver half dollars until we run out. I got 50 rolls of silver half dollars uh, as well at $250. So great value all over the board today, 800-951-0592. And it's just cool to see, you know, it's a really cool piece of our nation's history uh, and, and because it really signified a couple of things. Number one, the United States became a superpower on the gold standard. Let's not kid ourselves. That's number one. Number two, you know, obviously with COVID so recently here, hey, I guess here was the original COVID coin. The Indians 
uh, and being able to pick up a piece of history here. The $10 Indians at $1,200. Rolls of silver half dollars at $250. 800-951-0592. Jason and I will be right back. 800-951-0592. Final segment here on this Monday, Patriot Radio News Hour. Joe and Jason, $10 Indians. I'm super pumped. If you haven't gotten the Indians before, buy some because it's they're cool. Uh, they're my favorite coin. Uh, when when I talk about uh, the coins that are my favorite, the Indians are it for me. Uh, just because the I, I love the design, I love the history. I think it's honoring our history, but somehow you know people probably today think otherwise. Uh, the fact uh, that they minted so few of them, uh, and, and the vast majority uh, ended up being melted down, uh, and, and to be able to buy it this close uh, to the ten dollar liberty, it's a great opportunity. Uh, $10 Indians at $1,200. I mean, heck, $10 Liberties, uh, 10 days ago were like 1225 bucks. I mean, uh, again, I think this is, this is a, just a huge opportunity on this pullback that we had. Of course, obviously had that big rally on Friday. Uh, but still, you know, gold, buying gold here below 2000, uh, is a great opportunity. And then, of course, whatever's left. On those silver half dollar rules, I already go online. Silver, half dollar, back, they're back to two sixty five. Uh, so hey, they're only at two fifty. Take advantage of both of these opportunities at eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Gold's down five at nineteen seventy five. Silver at twenty three seventy. The Dow is down today as the Debt ceiling talks broke down over the weekend. You know, blah, 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 blah. And Jason, there's conflicting as to the exact day the Treasury runs out of money uh, as early as June 1st. Uh, I think Goldman Sachs said June 8th today. It's somewhere in a couple of weeks. Let, let's just say somewhere in a couple of weeks. And why do I get, you know, they, here's the thing they don't say. They can just extend it another 30 days. Right, I mean, they don't have to come up with the solution, right? Oh, well, oh, you know what? We we can't figure it out. Let's go another thirty days, and, and and they can keep this debt ceiling crap up for for months if they want to. Yeah, let's let's see what happens. You know, you keep raising the debt ceiling until the time where you just don't, and and uh, a default is somewhere in this country's history. It's not like a, it's not like if they're going to default, they've already defaulted. They called it something else. They defaulted, so. It will happen, whether it be uh, the debt ceiling or some other, you know, situation where they just, you know, gloss over. It. But it's going to happen. So I'm still, I still think there's 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 this chance that maybe they're just not going to resolve this, and that's a part of what they want to happen. Not because they can't do anything about it, because they want it to happen. I, the Fed wants these banks to go away, Joe. It's, at some point, oh, they yeah. won't say it out loud. They want these banks to go away, and this is a great way to to sm- just smash these banks. Well, I'll say this. Remember in 1933 when they took the gold away? Every contract that was written up until that point was redeemable in gold. They took all of that out. That's a default. And I think Jason's right. We're going to get it again. All these contracts that say Federal Reserve notes, they're not going to say digital currency, 
right? And, and, and Federal Reserve notes will be taken away. And, of course, we knew what happened. Remember what happened in 33? $20 went to $35 overnight. $20 went to $35 overnight. And what I mean by that is, of course, your, your, your money got devalued by 70%. That's what happened. Right, because that $20 gold piece you were no longer allowed to own all of a sudden was worth $35. Three star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to, he understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.